Welcome back everybody. My name is Cecilia. This is Actualized Habits and how are you guys doing today? Okay, that's enough. Let's talk about me. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about self-love February. I did this challenge on my own for the whole month of February. Every day I would do at least one self-love activity for myself. And so we're just going to be talking about what what exactly I did what are some of the steps I did, uh, why did I start doing this, and what did I learn from it. So, sit back, relax, and listen to the syntax. I put myself on top priority, and so that just meant doing self-love activities, filling up my cup, making sure that I was getting my needs met, and that I was listening to my mind and my body and my soul and just like you know showing up for myself every single day even if like I had no energy and I didn't want to do it it was just about like being consistent the whole month I just like either did self-love activities or did something uncomfortable that was good for me um I did a lot of solo dates and I tried not to go on dates, but if I did see somebody, I would make sure that my cup was full. So I would do something for myself um, so that if I went out to go see the person, I wouldn't feel like I'm expecting them to fill up my cup. So getting my needs met first before seeing somebody else. And I was also practicing healthy boundaries with people. A lot of the time, um, I'm either, like, really distant or really clingy with my friends or, like, with somebody that I like. And so, if I... Another thing was just that if I wanted to go somewhere, like, if I wanted to go dance or I wanted to go to the bar or I just wanted to go out, I wouldn't wait for somebody to go with me like I usually do. Or like ask like a million friends until somebody says yes. I would just go out and go by myself. <laughs> and eventually it just turned into like solo dates. So I would just, you know, decide to go on my own and stop waiting for somebody to be available. So the original reason why I chose to do this challenge is because I noticed that I noticed a recurring problem during the February of the last two two years. So the last two years, I was, I was noticing that during the month of February, I would go in this like really deep depression and like, I would avoid everybody. So last year I was expecting flowers and chocolates and a really nice date with the person that I liked at the time. And obviously that didn't happen, you know, and then the year before that, I also had a lot of high expectations. I, but the reality was just that I wasn't that important to him because I was glamorizing the relationship in my mind, but, you know, my delusions were a lot better than the reality of it. So, <laughs> so you know, the whole thing about expectations was kind of just like making me to this like deep depression because um basically when you're expecting some 
something or something from someone or you're expecting anything at all, um, you're getting your hopes up and you're not really looking at the situation in a realistic way. So it just, it's just not it. <laughs> so yeah, so every time those two years I'd fall into a deep depression, feeling unloved, unnoticed, and not cared for, I would lock myself up in my room and force myself to meditate, but not in a way that was good for me. I would meditate to an extreme way that was actually a way, it was, it was like self-harm to me. You know how, like, some people go to the gym and, like, they torture their body as a way of self-harming, but it's, like, socially acceptable? Well, that's what I would do, but with meditation. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck everybody. I'm just gonna stay in my room, meditate, do shadow work, and, like, grind myself up until I'm literally nothing. And I would stop talking to the person that I actually liked, and I would hide my hurt. So... This year, I chose to make a change in this pattern. This February was actually very good for me. It was good for my soul. I had so many days where I didn't want to do anything. I had days where I would just lay in bed and like take a nap and be like, oh, it's 6 p.m. I haven't done anything that is considered self-love, so... You know, I would end up doing something last minute. <laughs> um, I, I had incredible days. You know, I had abundant days as well. I also had average days where it was mostly me being consistent with my actualized habits. And that just looks like going to the gym, meditating, doing affirmations, journaling, you know, getting my week together. And I noticed myself working on my podcast a lot more and my music as well. I was also practicing piano more often and more consistently. All of these things um, just show me that I had all of this time to like pour into myself. <laughs> so I was going back to the things that brought me passion and remembering who I was as a person. Um, during the 28 days, I also tracked my mood and I noticed that like two days out of the 28 days, I had like extreme anxiety. I had like high anxiety. <laughs> and those, those days were kind of weird for me. I think I called off on those two days. I also noticed that because I use a, a mood tracker application on my phone and I noticed more mildly elevated moods in the month. Like 75% of the days that I had this month, I had an elevated mood. And what that looks like for me is like being an energizer bunny, like doing every single thing that I enjoy in one single day. So... Painting, dancing, playing piano, and then right after, like, going to the gym and then doing yoga and, like, all this shit. And then going out after. <laughs> so, 
it was just a lot of doing things that I love to do and diving deep into my creative side as well. And you know, I only had a few irritable and depressive symptoms that I logged during that month, and which is pretty good because, you know, that just means that doing all this self-concept, self-love stuff is actually working. Uh, so I want to talk about one of the craziest things that happened to me this month. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So in February, like... On the 5th of February, I think, my, <laughs> I, it was like trash day, and I was on my way home from work, and you guys know that I have like, I had like this 2003 Mazda, and so I was driving home, and I was kind of speeding, and I had anxiety that day, and I was just like, <laughs> I want to go home, and I just want to sleep, and eventually like just speeding so much I ended up hitting a trash can that like some idiot left out right in the middle of the road like it was way too close to the road like come on anyways I hit it with my car and the side mirror actually broke and I had to get it replaced but getting it replaced took like like two weeks <laughs> and then so when that happened, I started, I don't, I don't exactly remember what happened, but I started thinking about, oh, that's right. I was talking to my dad. I was like, you know, this happened to my car. Like, I don't know what to do. And then we were trying to look for a side mirror, but it was really hard. It was just like really hard to find a side mirror for my car because it's so old and they don't actually make Mazdas anymore. So, there was a lot of um, comments about my car from people at the junkyard and stuff. They were just saying that, you know, you should really consider getting a new car because eventually something's going to happen to this, to your car and you're going to have to replace some of the parts and it's going to be difficult to find those parts. So... <laughs> It happened like February 5th or something and then you know after the couple days or so just dream daydreaming about well what if I had a new car what kind of car would I want and I've always wanted a Mustang because my big brother he had a Mustang when he was like in high school and I also dated a guy who had a Mustang, and I really liked his car as well. And so ever since I saw my brother's car, I was like, damn, I want a Mustang when I get older. So, <laughs> so then I just started like visualizing like, what would it be like to drive around with one of these cars? And, and I remember one of my students even told me like, Miss, what's your dream car? And I was like, it's a Mustang. Like, <laughs> it's a Mustang. You know, one of those V8, V6 ones. And he was like, yeah, I like those too, Miss. You should get one. And then, you know, after that, I, I just, I was like, you know what? Why don't I have my dream car? You know? 
after that, I just started doing a lot of visualizations and like affirmations um, and a lot of scripting. So every day I would script, you know, it feels pretty cool to drive in my new car. Like, you know, I drove to work and I was getting a lot of looks and it feels very relaxing to be in my new car. And I'm so grateful for my new car, but I'm also grateful for the car that I have now. And I'm, you know, showing gratitude for where you are now so that whatever comes to you next, you're also grateful for that. But like, just being grateful for where you are now is very important when you're manifesting or else you're just not going to get anything. Because then you're just kind of being like, a little brat to the universe so yeah I got a new car <laughs> it only took like two weeks for me to get the car and so yeah I got I got a new car and another interesting thing that I manifested was that you know I just accomplished for myself was hitting a PR on deadlifts like I was for a really long time, actually for almost a whole year, the maximum I was lifting for deadlifts was 165 and I was doing like five reps with like five second pause and you know one day I just showed up to the gym after like affirming to myself for multiple days that like you know I'm getting stronger, I'm so grateful that I'm getting stronger and I can't believe how strong I'm getting and I can't believe I just, you know, hit a PR. I went to the gym on a Thursday after work and it was just a regular day for me, but I don't know. <laughs> like, even just thinking about it now is crazy. Like, I just, I did 185 and... I even, my pause was 10 seconds, like, it was insane. I had no belt, no gloves, no, no, um, chalk, no nothing. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so, the reason why I'm talking about manifesting when the topic is self-love is because when I was taking care of my needs, it elevated my mood got me into this state where I could do anything and be anything. My self-concept work was actually a self-loved act. Every day I woke up and I listed immediately at least five things that I was grateful for. Five people that I was grateful for, five experiences that I was grateful for. So Living in gratitude made it easy for me to accept where I am now and to accept myself. It also made it easy to allow new blessings to come in and to still be humble where I am. I was also scripting and meditating every single day. You know, that's just part of my morning routine, which helped me a lot to get out of this mentality that I wasn't lovable enough to receive gifts or to be going on dates or just feeling appreciated and you know I became my own partner this month 
and I bought myself my Valentine's Day gifts. I and I and one of those gifts was the new car. <laughs> I remember it. I think it was by February 13. I already had my new car, and by the 14, I was driving around in it. I mean, nobody I date now can actually surprise me because I already surprised myself with the car like <laughs> like please come on um another thing that I did during this month that was part of the self-love journey was I gave up avoidant acts I just like I gave up my avoidant act you know I wasn't isolating myself, I wasn't avoiding friends, I wasn't avoiding conversations that were difficult for me. Um, I talked to my friends and I went on dates, I meditated a healthy amount without it being toxic, <laughs> and I didn't stay locked up. And if I stayed in on weekends, it was because I was just out of my money. <laughs> I was out of, like, the money that I had budgeted for the week. So I had just, um, during that month I had just finished reading Attached, and that's the book that talks about attachment styles. So when I read that book, I was very triggered because it was talking about how avoidance, they do all of these deactivating strategies to not get hurt by the people that they love and so I didn't want to do these deactivating strategies so deactivating strategies looks like isolating yourself um, manipulating people um, hiding your emotions being jealous flirting with people in front of the person that you like and I I, I just was over it like I didn't want to be bringing that into the new relationship or new whatever it is that I'm in right now. <laughs> February was you know there were exciting days you know when I got the car when I did the PR and just random crazy days where like I was just getting a lot of compliments and attention from people but uh yeah February is kind of hard because of giving because I was giving up those deactivating strategies like there were days there were days where I just like I had a lot of anxiety like those those two three days that I mentioned in the beginning like I would stay up and just think about like Am I being loved enough? Or like, am I too much? Am I too little? Like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I feel loved? And like, that, those were like really important days that I needed to get through. That I needed to stop the mentality of it, you know, nobody, nobody's gonna love you the way that you want to. You have to do it yourself. Like, if you want flowers, just go buy them yourself. Like. Stop waiting for a guy to like give them to you. If you want a good Valentine's Day, you need to give it to yourself and stop waiting for some some guy that's in your DMs to do it for you. <laughs>
There were days where my attachment style would get flared up and I had a day that my mind was running like crazy. And, you know, I would just get through it. I would, I would do whatever I needed to do, whatever self-love thing I needed to do to get through it. Um, but I never had a day that I neglected myself. So how I got through those days that I did feel triggered because, you know, maybe I didn't get to go on that date with a guy or I didn't get to see this person that I really liked. Um, I just accepted my reality, which is I'm not, I'm free, like, <laughs> I'm not on the leash, like, nobody owns me except myself, and I belong to no one but myself, so, you know, if you feel lonely on a Saturday because you want to go out, then just go out and take yourself out, you know, if you felt if you feel sad that you didn't get to go on a cute date with somebody, take yourself out on a cute date. I mean, just meeting your needs and also reminding yourself of like, okay, but remember when you had a boyfriend and like you guys lived together? And remember like when you would wait until he would go to work or something so that you can have like your, your me time? Yeah, man, I'm free. And I am so grateful for my freedom. But I'm also grateful for this, like, ability to balance the two worlds in which I live in. Of being able to fill up my cup on my own. Being independent, but also feeling loved by other people and allowing other people to show me how they love just having a balance between the two or else you know it's complete chaos and you know you just end up letting your attachment style ruin you 